How are you doing, folks? Welcome to another episode of Yo Dave's Hobby Podcast, uh, the podcast where I talk about gaming. Um, that includes tabletop RPGs, tabletop war games, tabletop skirmish games, and everything um, these particular hobbies encompass, including painting, uh, model building, uh, and all, all the other things that come with them. Um, first of all, uh, I'm going to plug the Falkirk District War Games Club Carinade Show. Um, it's on the 11th of May at the Graham High School in Falkirk. Um, there's hordes of traders at it, hordes of clubs that are going. I will be there. I will be doing the um, Classical District War Gamer Society uh, public participation game. So if you want to come along uh, and say hello, I'll be there. Um, yeah. It's normally a great show. I normally spend stupid amounts of money at it. Though this year I can't afford it. So, you know, that's that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I don't have the money to um, to um, waste on stuff this year. Um, but, you know, you have... Warlord will be there. Um, I think Sarissa Precision, the guys that do the really nice um, Gangs of Rome... Uh, terrain and all, all the nice MDF terrain will be there. Um, Warworld will be there. Dave Thomas that does um, the Perry uh, figures at shows. Um, Caliver will be there. Pendragon are normally there. Uh, the Hex terrain guys are normally there. I can't remember the names off the top of my head. That's going to annoy me. Uh, but yeah, if, if you go on to the Falkirk District Wargamers uh, Club website, uh, I'll put a link in it in the bottom. Uh, that has all the list of traders and um, clubs that are participating in the show. Uh, do, do, do. So yeah, if you're in the Scottish Central Belt um, on the 11th of May, I highly recommend you come. If you are local, please come along and support the show because, you know, even if you've never been to a show before, um, even if you're an RPG or, or whatever, come along. Um, there's always something for somebody. Um, there's always loads of new stuff that people bring up with them. Um, I think last year, um, Gangs of Rome was, was it last year, Gangs of Rome? Yeah, last year was Gangs of Rome. Um, was just out, um, and that sold out, like, I mean, sold out um, before the end of the show, if I remember right, um, of the box set that they had. Um, I bought one. I, I hold my hand up and I bought one, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it, that particular game. Um, so, yeah, uh, as I said, come along, have some have some gaming fun. Um, the facilities are alright, food-wise, um, toilet-wise, they're great. Um, there'll be a flea market, so there'll be a lot of people selling stuff off. Um, you might not get a massive deal on them, but normally there's some sort of deal to be done. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my plug for today. Um, well, my first non-personal plug, I suppose, is, is the best way to put it um so on to the actual podcast now um so you're probably aware of the fact that i am writing my own rpg at the moment called the legends of haman sharon um, that is the working title um it will probably change at some point 
Um, well, it will definitely change at some point. Um, but right now, um, we are in the midst of writing the basic rules. Um, we're hoping to have the first draft done for September. Um, so we can put it out to the public to playtest. Um, it's not going to be, you know, a select group of people are going to have it. If you want to check it out, well, I'm more than willing for you to check it out and playtest it. Excuse me, I needed a drink now. Um, essentially, what we're going to do is I'm going to put... Um, the the draft of everything on a G drive. Um, there's an email address. Uh, I'll give you it right now. Do, 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 or I'll put it in the the notes. Um, Legends of Hamanchiron is the the name pretty much. Um, yeah, Legends of Hamanchiron at gmail dot com. I will put it in the um ooh, in the notes at the bottom um, so you can email me uh, and once it's available I will add you to the list um, of um, people able to read the drive um, also I keep on saying M and M and M and M I, I, one of the guys in the group he, he was, he's been listening to the um, episodes and he's like you keep on going M and M and you, you should really write stuff down but I like to go with the flow. Anyway, um, so along with the G Drive, there'll be a Discord server where you can send your feedback. If you're not into the whole Discord thing, it's alright. You can send it directly to the email address. Um, any feedback, whatever you have, um, it will be much appreciated. The thing I want to do is ensure we do not do this in a... Um, in a vacuum and in an echo chamber. I mean, we're all fairly um, fairly logical and um, rational gentlemen, um, but you know, we're all going to have our own hills that we're going to plant our flag and not budge on. And if you have, you know, thirty or forty people tell you that you need budge on it, then you need budge on it. And you need to fix it. Um, and that that's the whole idea with making it a public um a public playtest rather than just us playtesting it. Um I mean my plan is to start, you know, every week doing a different um set of players playing it at the Falker Club. You know, once September comes around, I'll be like, well, I'm not doing anything else apart from maybe once once a month. Um, but that's that's just that. Well, it will be once a month. <laughs> Excuse me, because I'll still have the Infinity RPG campaign. And by the way, that um, the latest um, recording um, is still in the middle of getting edited because um, the the right now. I've gone back to work, so like two or two nights a week, I'm not getting to my bed till like two or three o'clock in the morning, sometimes four, sometimes five, um, and by the time I wake up the next day, I'm just, I'm not in the mood for doing anything, 
at all whatsoever. I mean, last yesterday, I was I was in my bed from about three o'clock till about half past twelve, and you know that's nine and a half hours. But see, about seven o'clock, I was ready to go back to my bed. I was absolutely knackered, and um, so that's twice a week. Uh, I'm like that pretty much. Um, so I forgot how um, working on a door fucks with your bloody brain um, and with your timing and everything. But you know, I need to get back at work. Um, at some point, I'm going to be back going back to work full time. Um, so I'll not just be working on I'll be working on this and uh, various other things at the same time. Um, it's why I've stopped painting this. I mean, doing this is why I haven't painted in like two months um, for the most part. But I'm getting back to that this week at some point. Um, but yeah, so as I was saying, we're going to be publicly playtesting this set of rules. And, you know, everyone's opinion you know, constructive, you know, yeah, I'm going to ignore deconstructive um, comments because I'm really good at being able to filter out the arseholes. Um, so, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, filter out the arseholes and get the actual constructive criticism, the people who are, who are telling us, right, this works, that doesn't work, you, this could do with some tweaking, this, that, that. You know, you go through all of that and then you go, right, okay, so 40 or 50 people have said that this is an issue, so this is something we'd really need to fix. You know, two or three people have an issue with this particular thing, so, you know, we can look at it, but it's not something that is um, pressing for us, because it's only two or three people. Um, I mean, we don't want, you you cannot build a set of rules that everyone's going to love. Everyone's going to dislike a set of rules for a variety of reasons. One of them being that it's a new set of rules and they're just being a dick about it. But, you know, you get that with different editions of each set of rules. I mean, look at Age of Sigmar. Granted, I'm not a big fan of Age of Sigmar, but, you know, Games Workshop do what they do. Um, People went absolute fucking batshit crazy with that. Um, And... Burning bloody armies, I was like, wouldn't be me, I'd be selling it. Cheers, thank you very much. Anyway, um, we'll not go on to that nonsense. Um, I think we've actually talked about it before, and I've talked about it before anyway, um, several times. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing with this set of rules is we have, you know, various different things going on. You know, we've got different sets of mechanics than you've probably seen before. I mean, there's card mechanics and there's dice mechanics. And there's sets of rules that have probably got card and dice mechanics in there, but not like ours. Um, and, and there's similarities to other sets of rules. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that because that's what happens when you're building a set of rules. You, you look at other sets of rules and you, you take ideas, you might twist them to how you want them to be or, or, you know, turn them around and go, well, that's not something I want to put in it. Um, you know, 
skill check rules, combat rules, spell rules. The fact that we've got a fate system, we're calling it a fate tech right now, but I'm pretty sure Weird will come to me and go, no, you need to change that. Um, the other name that I've got for it is the Tarot of the Celestium. Celestium being Hamanchiron's, um Light God um, home, so they're equivalent of Heaven. Um, it's not really Heaven, but never mind. Um, so that can change your fate. Um, and it's also used to determine your character generation um, as well. Um, I'll talk about that at some other point. Um, you know, we've got that system in place. We are doing... Uh, essentially, what it'll be is if you've ever played any card games, um, you've got the deck box kind of thing. Um, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head. It was sitting here a minute ago because my... Um, my awful cards are actually in one um, so any game that you've played that has cards has card generated it has any sort of cards in it you will have a deck box and essentially the idea behind the character sheets is everything's on cards um, apart from obviously the basics of your character um, you know their strengths and their weaknesses and all this, that kind of stuff, but equipment and spells will be in the deck, in your deck so you, each character will have their own deck um, and their equipment um, will level up um, at their you know, if they want to level up their equipment, they spend gold um, and then there'll be like little acetate um coverings that goes over the weapon and it says okay so this is now a fire weapon um you know but um spells like spell books you have your spell cards um and when you use a spell it goes into your deck um and you know when you rest you can get spells back and all, all the rest that kind of stuff so it's, it's different um, one of the other guys is working on that particular bit, so I, I'm not 100% on how he's working around it, but um, I haven't talked to him um, in a few days, um, and I probably won't speak to the I, I probably won't speak directly to them um, for another week or so, um, two weeks actually, um, because I will not be at the club tonight um, uh, in Falkirk um, because I'm not in the best of shape, and next week I will be coming back from Aaron, so It'll be two weeks before I actually sit down and talk to them about it. Um, I will actually try and see if they'll sit down and talk uh, on um, on um, recording about it um, and their their thoughts on it. Uh, but you know, I keep on looking and looking at it and going. I'm I'm really happy, but I am as energized about this as I have been about energized about anything, and um, gaming related in a very long, very very long time. Um, right now, this is essentially my job, one of my jobs, um, and it is the job that I have been most energized about ever, and I mean ever. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how it all turns out. Um. 
the thing about this set of rules is we want to make it so you can play any type of game you want to play. Um, so whether it be the traditional um, hero adventures or you want to make it evil characters, um, we're going to have that from the beginning. I mean, I, I know a lot of set of rules have got, you know, you can play any kind of character you want to play. You can play an evil character, you can play a good character, you can play a neutral character, all the rest of that kind of stuff. But the reality of things is, when you first buy a set of rules, you buy, I mean, game, um, what's it, say Games Workshop again? Bloody hell. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, when you buy, certainly the editions I've ever had, you buy the player's handbook, you buy the dungeon master's handbook, you buy the monster uh, manual, um, or whatever it's called, and that particular set of rules. And yes, there are ways of, or you can play evil characters and all this, that kind of thing, but and the reality of things is, you know, generally in D&D, &D, you get humans, you get dwarves, you get elves, you get gnomes, you get halflings, um, you get half-orcs, half-elves. Uh, I think that's that's up until the current edition, if I remember right. You didn't have very much else other than that. Obviously, the Tieflings and the Icemore and oh, the Dragonborn and all this, that kind of stuff, have been added in the current edition. Excuse me, um, but you know, I don't know about fourth edition because I never played it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, these are recent additions. And I suppose there's ways of playing evil campaigns with them, but it's not really. But you're going to play an evil elf. You're as well playing a bloody drow. Um, but most sets of fantasy rules, you don't get that. You know, Midnight was a bit, bit different, because you could play... Um, if I remember right, the, the evil version of the campaign right from the beginning. But very, very little time do you actually get goblins, um, dark elves, orc and, and, well, orcs and other sets of rules. Um, you know, evil dwarves, ratmen. Yes, we have ratmen in it. Um, you know, these there's a varied other evil races um, that are going to be in the set of rules from the beginning. So you can generate any kind of type of character you want. Um, and your alignment is a sliding scale. So if you do good things when you're a bad guy, you can push yourself towards being neutral. Or if you do, you do things that are questionably um, moral um, as a good character, you can get pushed towards neutral, or neutral characters can be pushed either way as well, depending on their actions. Over at, over the session, it's not like it's and it's not like minor little things. It's major things. Your major things that are against what your characters' um, kind of mannerisms and you know all the all the things that make them. So they follow a particular god, or if they don't follow, it, follow any god, you know, it's the, their moral compass. You know, if you have no moral compass, then then acting in a good way is like, what, why, why, huh? How did you act like that? Um, it's actually something we're having a discussion about this, at this moment in time, is the alignment sliding scale. 
So, you know, at the moment it's a 10 to 0 to minus 10 system. Um, obviously 10 being whiter than white, pain in the arse paladin um, of good and purity. Um, that insists you do everything for nothing. Um, we all know that kind of paladin and the people that play them. Um, and then all the way down to <laughs> paladins of slaughter. Um, kind of evil paladins. Um, because that's the thing. Paladins aren't always, are, you know, uh, under the current set of D&D rules, um, they've released paladins from being lawful good. Um, but the reality is, in this set of rules, paladins aren't quite um, as, you know, quite like the D&D paladin. I mean, they do have, you know, their knightly orders. They do have tentative um, connections with the church of whatever god that they follow. Um, but not so much as you would you would think. Um a lot of knightly orders are in Hamanchiron are tolerated by the churches of whichever god they claim to follow. Um but a lot of them are not tolerated. They're like, well, you're saying this in their God's name. It's it's a conflict between Templars who are the actual warrior priests of their gods and paladins. Um, but, I mean, and each individual paladin is completely different. And this is this is an argument we're actually having about the alignment scale. Um, I think, like, whiter than white paladins should be allowed to start at 10. Um, or minus 10 if they're evil as fuck. Uh, but uh, one of the other guys is like, well, we should probably actually be like 7 or minus 7. So they've got somewhere to go. Um, and we're having conversations about, um, you know, what what might occur because he's never played really D and D that much. Um, he played Pathfinder with us when he first joined the club, but um, it's it's the conflict that this kind of this kind of alignment thing has on parties is going to be interesting. I mean, there's always conflict between um, parties that have uh, paladins in them, for the most part, if you've ever played with fucking paladin players that, are, that insist on playing to the bloody letter. And you go, you're a dick. You're a mate, but you're still being a dick. Um, so, that whole discussion is part of it. Um, the fact that um, we're going to have... We have character classes, but within the character classes, there's going to be builds. Um, obviously, when we first do the playtesting, all the it's just going to be the base character classes. But um, I have a very dry mouth at the moment for some weird reason. I'll other my cough. I can't think what that, what, why that would be, but the cough seems to be going. Um, so. You know, when we first start out the game testing, play testing, my, my brain is working, but not on a hundred percent at the moment. Um, 
obviously we first when we first start the playtesting we're going to be doing the base character classes we're not going to have all the builds or any of the builds to be perfectly honest um but you know you're going to be playing with the each character class is different types of character you can play so warriors for instance you've got your base warrior which means you choose all the things that you you want to choose um for the character um so like talents and skills and all this that kind of stuff whereas with the builds um you've got uh, where is it? so warriors can have you've got your just bring it up because it's easier to go through it so you've got um where does it i had it a minute ago um so you've got your martial artist you've got heavy infantrymen you get combat specialist um and you've got your base warrior so these you know martial artists obviously martial arts weapons um closer probably to a traditional dean excuse me dandy monk um than anything else we've got don't have monks in this set of rules obviously heavy infantry means somebody going to be that's wearing heavy armor armed with like a pike or a glaive or something like that um and then a couple other weapons and then your combat specialist is going to be specialized in a particular weapon so they're going to be very narrowly focused um and that kind of way um that you would get them you know so you know a swords master is only going to be you know he's going to know how to use you know light blades and medium blades or heavy blades if he's a if he's a you know a bastard sword specialist then he's going to be focused and heavily focused down that particular route so it's going to be easier for him to hit cause critical hits and all this that kind of stuff um but you know he's not going to be very versatile in the way of you know if he picks up an axe it's not it's not going to know what to do with it because it's a hefty weapon rather than a, a bladed weapon um we've we've got different classes of weapons and, you know um so we've got hefted and handled we've got bladed we've got grappling you know the, the, these different types of weapons um and different types of attacks um that we have <coughs> excuse me so that's 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 warriors now you're gonna have minstrels no minstrels um are not your you can have the traditional bard minstrel or you can have the wandering minstrel like kind of like um tom merlin and um the wheel of time books uh, very you know, harp player you know flute player does lots of tumbling and storytelling and all this that kind of stuff stuff but a dab hand with these um blades um or you can have the traditional bard from D D where he is an arcane magic user but he's got less access to um all these other things like weapons and all this that kind of stuff he might have a musical instrument or two you know he might know how to use a weapon or two but he's not going to be like you know the tom merlin kind of minstrel and um, 
obviously they were called glee men and um wheel of time and then you've got your rogue ish minstrel so your guy that he knows his music he knows a wee bit of tumbling he knows a wee bit of acting but that's in order to help him to steal shit from people um yeah so that's 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 the minstrel um kind of character class as well um what else we've got your so the hunter now the hunter is kind of uh you've got the the traditional ranger type hunter who has a bit of divine magic about him and, and you know hunts a particular species or whatever um of evil character or good character or whatever um then you've got your you know your hunter type you know your guy that hunts like i don't know actually now I, i'm thinking of the different types of hunters that we could have um excuse me two seconds um yeah so you obviously you've got your traditional ranger type um and then you have your hunter the hunts with animal companions and then you have more of your um just you know combat orientated ranger um kind of like i don't know hunts a particular type of um animal like dragons or whatever um there'll, there'll be different builds for different things um in each character class um because obviously we've got cavaliers um so that's horse that that's for later that's for one of the actual source books um but you know we've got gunslingers so the the name gunslinger is obviously from um What's it from actually? It's Gunslinger from Pathfinder. I think it's from Pathfinder. Uh, my idea is to make it Iron Belchers because in Hamanchiron the original um, gun weapon gun weapon, gun <laughs> gun wielders is the word um, are dwarven iron belchers. Um, so mountain dwarven iron belchers. Um, wear drakeite armor and carry hand cannons um, uh, and hunt dragons and drakes in their mountain homeland because um, they have armor that's fireproof or dragon fireproof anyway um, or dragon breath proof more like um, but you know that's the kind of things there's, there's names that are exactly the same as they are in you know, Pathfinder and um, D and D, but a lot of them will be changed because you know we're changing the way they are. I mean, barbarian you can't fucking change because a barbarian's a fucking barbarian for God's sake. Um, but you know, there's going to be differences. Um, I, I think that's that's enough for me talking about the the RPG at the moment. Um. So obviously, as this is very new, this is me like right 
as on the day recording it, um, <laughs> they um, announced the new um, Age of Sigmar box set, um, and the the reaction to it is quite interesting. Some people are laughing at it, some people are like, what the fuck? Um, so it's the Sylvaneth, so the the Wood Elves, and the the new Goblin um, faction that they released. Uh, and I think it's quite interesting. <coughs> um, it's like the Night Goblins. Um, it's, it's like every single um, release that Games Workshop bring out. It's, there's people that love it and loathe it, and it's like, chill out, man. Seriously. You're going over, going over the top of this shit. But, you know, some really nice figures that they're bringing out from, from looking at it. Um, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, if I played Age of Sigma, it would, it might be something. And if I wanted to play Age of Sigma, it might be something that would get me into it. This kind of thing. Um, but it doesn't. I mean, I love the figures, but I was put off by the game long ago. Um, and you know, nobody I know plays Age of Sigma. Nobody wants to play it. It's, uh, th- that's the thing. There was a huge amount of Warhammer players um, in the area of of the club, the Falker Club. That I'm a member of, and you know they would come down and they would play their games, and you know they would have a good laugh and all the rest that kind of stuff. But you know, a lot of people have moved on. A lot of people are playing Kings of War or um, Ninth Age or something else entirely. Um, they've just completely been like, no, I'm not touching that anymore. I'm done with that. Um, don't get me wrong, I still have my dwarves up in my in-laws' bloody loft, um, which more of my shit's going up in very, very soon. Uh, but, you know, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's nice models, and I can understand why people are raving about it, but I can't understand the people that are going after bloody not about it. It's like, oh, that's shit. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? It's like, fucking hell, man. Chill out. Um, but obviously, um, you know, it's a, I know I go off sometimes about releases from Games Workshop. When I go, all right, I know that looks cool. And then actually see the price. That's a completely different thing altogether. That's something I should be used to by now. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, that's fine. Um, Kerioth was talking on the other day about the rumoured Lion, you know, the Lionel Johnson return Dark Angels. Um, and he, he, he was talking about, um, I only watched part of the video, but um, they're talking about uh, the chapter handle, switch, how to handle a chapter switch. Switching sides, I think, was the video I was I was uh, watching um, that he did on it, um, and they were talk. He was talking about how the they're talking about having the Dark Angels fighting a um, loyalist side, or a loyalist side fighting, or a, a, another side fighting the Dark Angels, and <laughs> it's like everything else. It's like, well, obviously, it's going to be the Space Wolves fighting them. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't put my money on that one, considering there's been a recent Space Wolf release and um, box it. But, you know, 
I, I find it weird that Games Workshop would actually do it. I mean, I know those of us who are not Dark Angel players have been taking the piss out of Dark Angel players for years with the whole, they're not really loyalists, they're actually heretics thing. Um, with the Fallen and all this, that shit. Um, but, you know, why would Games Workshop do that? For one, it would fucking alienate Dark Angel players, I think, that, you know, they're putting up with the fact that they've been you know, we've been taking the piss at them and then Games Workshop actually followed the piss take and, and put it all over it. Um, but, um, two, two, two six. Sorry, um, where was I? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's fucking crazy. Well, if Games Workshop do do that. You know, I mean, I can understand putting, like, the following down or something, um, as, um, I would actually be quite interesting if they did a Fallen versus Dark Angels box. That <laughs> would be quite interesting. And I am not a Dark Angels player, but that I wouldn't be interested in. I'd be, it'd be, it'd be something that might... Nah, let's be honest, I'm a Space Wolf player, I'm never going to play fucking Dark Angels, but it would be something interesting for Games Workshop to do. You know, you've got the, you know... But, I mean, what what they could do is do Dark Angels versus um, one of their successor chapters who have fallen, who are full of fallen. Um, you know, that that would be something interesting to, to do. Um, you know, as, as a... As a as a box set because you know in the day you could use both sides um, <coughs> as um, excuse me <coughs> anyway um, you could use both sides um, as part of one army um, though that wouldn't be distinctively interesting I suppose but I here's the thing why Games Workshop would turn Space Wolves, um, Imperial Fist, that Black Templars who are the fucking even more, you know, pain in the arse about killing off heretics than the Dark Angels are. Um, though the Dark Angels are killing, killing each other, others off. I couldn't resist myself. Blood Angels. You know, why you would bring, like, a legion. I mean, the whole rumour from the beginning of 8th edition was they're going to turn a legion to, or a, a chapter legion, old legion to chaos, and then they're going to turn another one back. That, you know, that would make no sense to me. Um, I mean, Bre the, the thing was, uh, uh, they're going to bring Lemon Ross back and he's going to be a, a Chaos Demon Prince. It's like, well, that's not going to turn the fucking Space Wolves. Space Wolves will tell him go to fuck himself, pretty much. Um, because they are the loyalist fucking chapter on the planet. Well, on the planet. Um, they're, they're as loyal a chapter as you can get. You know, they'll tell the Inquisition to go fuck themselves when they want to kill off a bloody planet, but, you know, and they'll fight them for it. Um, <laughs> the, the, at the end of the day, what, why would their Primark coming back make them turn? 
Um, I, I don't get that idea. I mean, Lionel Johnson is a bit of a, a pain in the arse in the the um, Horace Heresy books. You know, he's a bit dumb in places. Very well tactically minded and all this, that kind of stuff, but I don't see him being... I mean, I've not read every Horace Heresy book, so I can't tell you, but, you know, it doesn't seem to me as if he's going to be one turn into the chaos or anything like that. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, um, as I said, man, it'd be absolutely crazy to turn a loyalist, I mean, turning a loyalist chapter to chaos um, would be completely different, you know, if it's a successor chapter. It's, you know, I mean, it's the same, you know, you, you can't do the white scars, you can't do um, you know, you can't do any of them really. You know, salamanders are, are fucking loyal as fuck. Um, I mean, the Raven Guard. I mean, I suppose Corvus Corax is isn't particularly um, enamoured with the Imperium, but you know, I don't think he'd turn traitor. Um, none of them, I would think, would turn traitor. To be perfectly honest with you, um. And I don't think any chapter would turn, any of the Legion chapters would turn um, to Chaos um, just because the Primarch returns and he's turned to Chaos, you know. I mean, how many of them have disappeared now? Um, Not dead. Pretty much everyone. Um, Gillum obviously is back, but, you know. Fucking Mary Sue that he is. Um, anyway, so this, and I know I'm rambling on a little bit, but I can't understand the idea behind that. But you know, at the same time, it might be interesting. And no, I honestly, do not believe it will be Space Wolves. Um, it's been a while since there's been a Blood Angels bloody box set. Um, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Blood Angels versus Dark Angels. Um. <laughs> the sanguineous you know you can never bring sanguineous back but you know that I, I do honestly believe that would be a very 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 interesting box set dark angels versus blood angels but you know again it's not something i think they're actually going to do i mean what this is the thing I'm, I'm i'm talking here and i'm thinking what would be the interesting combinations well, you could do bloody uh, Dark Angels versus White Scars, and you could do All Bikes. Let's be honest, the Space Marine bike has been needing a bloody upgrade for a very, 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 very long time. And, I mean, I think they took the metal bloody um, cast and turned uh, turned it into a freaking plastic cast. Um, or a mould or whatever you call it. I can't remember what you call the the things that they used to make the actual figures. But, I mean, come on! It's been like that. It's been the same bloody thing since second edition. For fuck's sake, man! We need new bikes. Dark Angel's got new bikes. Everyone else needs new bikes. Games all shop. Get on it. Uh, um, what else? Um, oh, and then I, uh, if you haven't already picked up Marvel Munchkin, I don't know whether you can still can. I, I think. I, Marvel Munchkin is fun as fuck. Um, we played it at Falkirk a couple of weeks ago. 
and it's the f- I bought I got it for Christmas. It's the first time I've actually been able to sit down and play the whole game, <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> it's it's a good set of rules. It's really fun. Um, it's different because obviously you don't have the board, and you know you're you're keeping track of your own um character, but you know um we were playing and um Bianca who's part of the group um, her particular character was a like equivalent of a little bit level 50 and you're like fuck me <laughs> nothing's gonna beat that um and she, she won <laughs> and it's like hmm yes should have been watching um what she was building up there um but you know it's 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 different from the traditional munchkin obviously and a number of different ways but it's good fun man um I want to try the 40k version and um, one of the guys has got Alistair has got um 40k hopefully we'll be doing some board game in in a couple of weeks uh and we can sit down and play 40k munchkin um, the other one that we played, which was for interesting, um, to say the least, was Kaiju, was it Kaiju Incorporated. <coughs> it's a card game. It's another cardboard game kind of thing. Um, um, but that was really, really interesting and really fun. Um, I'm really, really, really getting into my board games and card games and stuff right now. Not collectible card games, obviously, but card games that are like in a box game in a box kind of thing um so yeah that i've got videos of that i didn't get videos of coup which we played a couple of rounds of um but you know i'll be editing those videos and uploading them at some point in the near future um and i think that's it for everything i want to talk to talk to about today um, I just wanted to add a little bit about everything, really. Board games, RPGs, board games. Um, so as I said in the beginning, um, Falkirk District War Games Club, uh, Karenid, 2019, it's on the 11th of May. Um, lots of traders, lots of clubs. You know, if you've not got a club at the moment, um, and you're, <coughs> excuse me, and you're in um, Scotland, everyone... I think we'll probably be there. I think everyone's going to have a display at the... or the vast majority of clubs are going to have a display at the show. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, so... <coughs> excuse me. Fucking hell. I keep on... I thought I'd, uh, I'm starting to lose the cough, but it's come back. Um, yeah, so... Come along. I'll be there. Come and say hello, um, uh, and get picture taken or whatever. You know, just have a conversation about gaming. Um, so Falkirk Graham High School uh, starts at ten o'clock or a week on Saturday, um, and um, right now the raffles are off. Um, I only did one, but I had no takers, so. I am changing. I'm. I'm. Ta- I'm thinking about changing the way that I'm going to structure things, um, because it doesn't seem to, you know, nobody seems to want to, to um, get involved. But that's fine. 
Um, I'll be, I'll probably will be selling some of my terrain um, at some point in the near future, um, just purely because we are going to be moving house soon, um, and I don't know how big the house is going to be, um, so we're probably going to need to get rid of stuff as as well as um, put stuff away. Um, as always, um, you know, I've got the YouTube channel as well as the podcast. I also have Twitter and I am working on a Twitch channel. It's DM1983. Um, we've done a couple of casts of, um, or streams of D&D with new D&D group. Um, what I've decided to do with the D&D group um, recordings is actually take, put them together um, at the end and chunk them up into like half hour or 45 minute podcasts. Um, so you get an episode every week once it's done, once it's completed, once we've gone through the entire um, Waterdeep um, Adventure League uh extravaganza uh so that is going to be me for today i'm going to say good day and happy hobby